0: Welcome to this very special edition of Loinlander, the most unofficial Outlander podcast on the internet or anywhere.
1: I'm your host, Megan.
0: And I am, for some reason this week, your (laughs) host, Joe.
1: We're here to continue with our recap. Surprise. I mean, not that we're officially going to continue with recaps once a week, but we thought that since there is. Um, a week with no Outlander,
0: That's right.
1: that why not revisit where we were in season one when we were doing the recaps, which is episode seven of season one, entitled The Wedding.
0: And I mean, I feel like the timing is good because you've been referencing this episode in our current recap season quite a bit. So I feel like if there was ever a time, if there was ever a time that I could justify recapping this episode, it would be now.
1: Yeah, and this, I mean, this episode is, I think for all intents and purposes, probably the most popular beloved episode of Outlander. Um, I know that it was highly anticipated by the book lovers, but I think that it really won over a lot of television viewers as well. So it's going to be fun to go through it and um, sort of... Pick apart the reasons why we think it was as successful as it was and see what Joe thought of it. Because obviously, this kind of episode isn't like right up his alley.
0: No. I just want to say, uh, in case you can't tell already, Megan was so excited to do this recap. I couldn't, I could barely get her to stop talking during the episode. Uh, so that I could actually listen to the grunting that was happening on screen.
1: There was more than grunting, though. That's, Moaning. That, that's the point.
0: Flesh slapping. Okay. Together.
1: That's not the episode. No. Don't diminish the episode to that because okay. it's far more than that. We'll see what happens. So this episode was written by Ann Kenney, one of my favorites, love. and directed by Anna Forrester. And I feel like having a female director. For this particular episode, was imperative and and key to the success of the episode. Yeah, and the way that everything was shot. What? How did you find the directing?
0: I, I found some of the the shots in this episode were some of the best in the entirety of the series.
1: Well, there you go. So let's begin. Even just watching when we sat down last night to watch the, previously on Outlander, and the recap, I mean, it was so nice to see Tobias Menzies, one. and to see Graham McTavish, yeah, and he, to see what an important role he played.
0: He was huge in the first, well, first two seasons. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: for sure in season one.
1: And he, that actor can carry that kind of role. Hey? Like, hes he's, yeah. he's, he's incredible on screen.
0: He really is. He's awesome. So...
1: Then we begin the title card, and we've I've spoken of this before, but it's I mean I said it was a dirty cat eating food on the table, and you're like it's just the end of a party.
0: Yeah, and it's just a hungry cat.
1: So just just to remind you, because hey. I don't know that you're like quite in it as much as most of the people who watch this episode. Um, it's a fair assumption. But to watch it for the first time, especially for all the book lovers, it's. Called The Wedding. So you are ready for this, like, amazing, amazing episode with Jamie and Claire. And the first scene, do you remember what the first scene is? It's
0: Claire and Frank walking down the street. It's Claire and Frank
1: walking down the street. No one's expecting that. They're kind of swinging their hands together. And Frank is so sweet. And Claire is so excited. And he proposes. And uh, this is a huge moment for Claire as a character because she's been an orphan. And he says... You're the only family that matters to me and the family that we make together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the two of them, young and full of hope.
0: That's right. It's... No, it was nice. Tobias was great. I like that. He's like, you know, I, I don't want to introduce her to Claire, uh, to Claire Beecham. I want to introduce him to Mrs. Frank Randler. Yeah. I love how he talks.
1: That's how he talks, for sure. <laughs> and... Um, do you remember the outfit that Katrina Balfe is wearing in she's this? She's got a cool hat. Remember she's that? She's got a great hat and she's got a very smart sort of blazer mm-hmm. and skirt. Yeah. And I guess her grandmother was married at around this time at City Hall.
0: You're talking about Katrina Balfe now? Yeah,
1: like her true grandmother. Right. And there is a picture. Well, would it have been City Hall if it was in London? What would, What would? Where are they getting
0: married? Like at a... Uh... Essentially, a justice of the peace. Right.
1: And there was a picture of her grandmother on her wedding day. And and she showed it to the costume designer, Terry Dressback, Mm -hmm. and was like, I want to look like this. Like, I want it to be representative. Yeah. So that outfit that she was wearing was very important to her because it was replicating the outfit that her grandmother
0: had worn in real life. Well, her grandma was a snappy dresser.
1: Yeah. So you're in the middle of this sweet moment. On London streets with Claire and Frank.
0: I think it's London anyway.
1: I think so too. And then boom, you cut to You May Kiss the Bride and Jamie and Claire are kissing and everyone's clapping. Yay. It's jolting, right? Like you, it's not even like a fade into like suddenly as a viewer, you're like, wait, what? Like the wedding's over? That's it? Right. It's good storytelling. You loved it. I loved it. And then, which you loved, we have Claire's voiceover.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, season one was riddled with it was wall to wall Claire voiceover.
1: Yeah. And um, there's a shot of her and Frank walking in to that building together arm in arm and it just kind of like slow motion and then fades away. Right. So you and then and then you have a shot of Claire kind of turning and looking at herself in the mirror, just like, what have you done?
0: There's this is there's a, a bunch of things that immediately jumped out to me about uh, not just this episode, but season one. And I have seen all of season one. So mm-hmm. it's it's not like I've never seen these episodes before. Um, but there's a couple things that you just forget five seasons in mm-hmm. that um, especially that the Claire character at this point of season one anyway is a very different character. Mm-hmm. Like she's not like super Claire uber confident you don't like what i gotta say well you can shove it i mean she's always your... had an element
1: of that yeah, right but
0: but she's ve- like this episode she's very uh, uncertain of what's going on and a scare- you know as you probably she's would in be in a very in precarious scenario. situation but it's just it's a different it's a it just shows how much this character has changed yeah in in, in five seasons like it is a completely different human being uh and then also the other thing that, that – and you they've already showed it right in the first – like you said, the first basically couple scenes of the of the show is that the storytelling in uh, For Sure Season 1 uh, was very different. Like it was – this episode is extremely nonlinear and uh, it was done in a really good way though as yeah. well because – they did. I think they tried to throw back to it. And what was the episode with uh, the reunion episode? Penicillin Man.
1: Oh, you're thinking of most recently.
0: Yeah this this season. Yeah, the,
1: yeah, and that was one of my favorite so
0: episodes. They but they tried to do the non linear thing again, yeah. where it jumped around, and it was clumsy and a little bit confusing. Whereas in this season, they nailed it. Right, like they lead into the into the flashbacks, and and the, and then lead like they bookend the flashbacks with. You know, dialogue that like you're never left wondering where you are or what's going on, yeah that's uh, true it's a really like like they they really use it as a as a great storytelling tool,
1: yeah, I agree um so <laughs> the yeah, so there's that amazing scene where she turns and looks at herself in the mirror, and um then Jamie bursts into the room, right, and I remember watching it for the first time, and I still feel like this a little bit. You just feel really caught off guard right like the way claire must feel like it's over hi like you just walked into my room i'm hardly wearing anything there's a
0: big raucous party going on yeah there's a party
1: downstairs and oh by the way you're my husband yeah right like you're just trying to sort of play catch up and so jamie tries to be like really romantic and pour a toast for the two of them and
0: she just starts pounding it back
1: (laughs) and then he refills her her glass politely slams it back again (laughs) And she does it three times before he like reaches out and says, "You don't have to be scared. Like you can. I'm not gonna.
0: Yeah. I'm not gonna force myself on you.
1: Right. Like you can. Yeah. You can just take a deep breath. Um. But yeah. And then oh, you said that Katrina Balfe was noticeably skinnier in this episode. And yeah, and that's not she, like
0: a judgment or no, anything no. like that. It's just no. Like she is noticeably skinnier. She. Like, is. You can see the bones in her neck and all Every kinds bone. of stuff like yeah yeah so yeah
1: it just i think it's reflective of when she was cast for this role as claire she was surviving on making money as a runway model and those i mean oh, these, yeah. they are no. just skeletons with clothes on them right pretty much yeah um so then uh you know she has the question saying you know i, I didn't really have a choice in marrying you why did you marry me? And he says, Well, I didn't really have a choice either. And Q then, flashback. We, yeah, Q flashback. And it's Ned Gowen who. You love Ned Gowan. I love him. I was so, I had forgotten that he was in this. Yeah. And a fairly prominent figure in it too, because he's the lawyer that's making sure that all of Dougal's plans. He was also
0: a big character in season one and, and two. Season one for sure. Yeah. Huge in season one towards the, the back half. Not
1: season two, because season two, they were in, they were in, uh, Pe- uh, in France. France. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah that's right.
1: So, um, you know, Dougal is trying – he's such a complex character because he's not a villain, but he's not a good guy. But at the same time, he has taken Claire out of a situation. Like, he walked in when she was being punched in the gut by Randall and and saved her and came up with this solution to – ensure that she didn't have to go back to randall
0: yeah no no Dougal is a multi-layered onion well he Uh, is he is a interesting character in that yeah he is he seems like he is often on the side of quote-unquote good Mm -hmm. but then he also does like a lot of dick bad guy things yeah he does
1: yeah well and just another character moment when he started being kind of vulgar about, you know, making sure that the marriage was consummated and, and Myrta turns and says, mm, I thought you didn't allow rape, Dougal. Do you remember that? Which, yeah. which I, again, it just shows that he's not the barbarian that he behaved because he obviously is... The leader of all of these mm-hmm. men, and he's made it clear that that is not allowed. But we've already seen him try and rape Claire. Yeah, I know he's <laughs> rapey. Yeah.
0: I guess you know, do as I say, not as I do. So Dull. Dougal
1: starts getting aggressive with Jamie at one point, and Murta just like circles him, like he doesn't do anything. But Murta is Murta's right. Ready. Murta he's is ready. ready. Like if he needs to pull a knife out and stab him in the throat, he right. will. Plays it cool, doesn't say anything. But, I mean, just after the episode that we finished watching, like, what a loss for Jamie.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, to have that situation where you're arguing with Dougal, and you just have someone, like, circling Dougal, and you just know that that's just the relationship that you have. It's nice. love
0: Marta. Marta was great in this episode. Just another great Marta episode.
1: It was a great... It was a great... Well, here's what I'll say, though. This episode was very romantic, so I think it got a lot of the, you know, Diana Gabaldon romance novel fans... Um, but with amazing characters in it. So it has the romance, but it also has great characters. Yeah. I'll agree. Um, and then there's a really cute moment where Jeffrey and Claire are about to kiss. Cause he's like, okay, mm-hmm. we're, we're getting close. And she interrupts and says, tell me about your family. And Jamie starts laughing and it seems he's almost... relieved. I think so. And then he starts telling stories and it's a montage and you noticed that one of the things... You can't hear the stories, but you hear Aunt Jocasta.
0: Yeah, they, they drop a little Jocasta, yep, little uh Easter egg, yeah, which would have been an Easter egg at the time, but uh, yeah, has since come to pass.
1: Yep. Angus and Rupert uh come into the room,
0: and how nice was it to see those two as well? I mean, <laughs> I love Rupert, I've never liked Angus, I didn't really? like it, yeah, I never liked the character. Is he
1: too crude?
0: Yeah, I've never Too like gross
1: like with his tongue. Always kind of yeah. yeah,
0: but but Rupert's move. I mean, why do you hang out with Angus? You know, like you can do better. Rupert. Best
1: friends forever. though I know, but he can do better.
0: Anyway, oh, love Rupert. Don't
1: forget that Angus died for Rupert.
0: Yeah, I mean, the... he went out on a high note for sure. Yeah, but it's like Angus is. No, sorry, Rupert rupert rupert's my guy i mean he's been sort of that that hole has been filled with john quincy myers yep (laughs) uh i wish he got more more lines more more of a a role Mm -hmm. but uh yeah he's my he's my new rupert but old rupert's still better
1: yeah so they come in rupert kind of thrusts forward asking if anything has happened yet um jamie says no they decide that it's time to go to sleep um and then they have sex for the first time and i like
0: how jamie's like Go to bed or, or go to sleep. sleep.
1: Like, let's be really specific. Well,
0: yeah, because he doesn't know if Claire is actually going to do it or not. I
1: don't think. I don't knows. think he knows if she's going to do it either. Right. <laughs> um, but she does, and it's um, awful. well, it's not awful. But he's squishing her. Like he he's he's not he's not the king of men quite yet, right? right? She has to give him a little bit of direction. Um, but then I want to talk about. You know, people say that these two actors don't have the same chemistry. I think that they do. I do think that they are very, very brother-sister probably at this point. So maybe it's as hard to get the same kind of chemistry that they had in this episode. But do you remember the scene where he where he says, um, I thought, no, you'll laugh at me. Never mind.
0: Right, right. And she kind of like... Yeah, and she
1: encourages him, just explain. And he explains that he didn't think that you did it face to face. And she just burst out laughing. Like, all of the moments in this episode where they're giggling with each other or laughing, like, it seemed genuine. And it was probably because they were both nervous doing these scenes,
0: right? Probably, yeah. They were both pretty fresh. Well, they were.
1: Um, And it's just... um, Just to go back to season four oh i'm blanking on her name but the girl who you really liked that jamie has sex with and then has william with oh
0: yeah what her what's name? her name mm, i don't know i can't remember we really liked her yeah from uh what's the house the, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. he was the indentured yeah. servant yeah
1: well that actress they geneva
0: I re- no
1: i think it is geneva I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but that actress was saying that she was so nervous because it was the first time she'd done a sex scene. But then she kept telling herself like, oh, it's fine because Sam Hewan obviously, because she had watched the show. Mm-hmm. She's like, this guy's like super experienced with it. So it'll be fine. But then when the day came, it turned out that he was really nervous too because he had never done a sex scene with anyone but anyway. Katrina Bolf. <laughs> and at that point, like, it's probably just like... Shaking hands with someone, right? Right. Like he, they know exactly how to play it. So then he was quite. Pardon, (laughs) okay. Um, He was quite nervous to have that kind of scene with someone besides, yeah, (laughs) besides (laughs) Katrina Wolf. Anyways, so the two of them are um, are pretty adorable in this. In this, yeah, you loved it. You
0: were all like noodling and canoodling.
1: Um. So, Jamie goes downstairs to get them some food. Right. Dougal's there. Mm-hmm. And you just hear, don't think you thanked me properly. He's just so grumpy about He's a it. grumpy dick, yeah. He is. And he tells him to come and sit down, like don't seem too eager. Um, but Jamie runs back up with a bunch of cheese and, and more drinks. And they sit and talk. And here's what I'll say. They're in this room for the whole episode, but because of all the flashbacks, you don't get bored like you did for the reunion scene where they were in that room in the prostitute's house for like, remember we counted? It was like Claire's lying in the bed for 27 minutes minutes
0: or something like that. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Like that is not that is not good writing. That's not good storytelling. Like, get me out of that room.
0: Yeah, they didn't. But uh Here this they episode, do. they do.
1: Yeah. And the next thing, the next flashback we have is of Jamie getting his kilt from Myrta. Yeah. Um, and it's really cute because Jamie says, do you think my mother would have approved? Like he wants approval from right. Myrta, who is kind of gruff with he's him. He's trying
0: to be all like, I'm too cool. He to, is trying he's to be. Like, he's like,
1: I don't have time for that. You think I can, am I a, what does he say? Like, do you think I'm a gypsy? Am I a gypsy? Yeah.
0: Tell the future yeah but then he's like you know what i'm a father figure to this buffoon so yeah he he tells a really nice story Mm -hmm. about claire's smile and ellen's smile um and that's when you said that
1: the storytelling in this episode and in the season is just you said it's tighter and it's better
0: yeah both yeah
1: and each time it provides more context when you get context when you get back into the room, right?
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's nice because they the way they do it is they're not, it's not just flashbacks, right? It's what the flashbacks are Jamie actually telling stories to Claire, which mm-hmm. is, Sort of loosening her up, so to speak. Oh and, my god! Yep. And they—that oh, wasn't supposed to be rude. My <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and no, but seriously, yeah, like like, no, like, to- like making like letting her more the comfortable. Mood and, and, yes. And, and, and you know, making her more comfortable with him and the situation and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah, it wasn't the flashbacks weren't just like you know, smash cut to five days ago. You know, like it yeah. was, it was him. You Relevant. know, telling telling the story of yeah. of his side of the wedding.
1: Yeah. And then, um, my favorite, my favorite line of the whole episode is, um, when Jamie agrees to marry her, they, they go back to the moment where it's Jamie and Myrta and Ned and Dougal and Jamie says, okay, I'll do it. And, uh, he's like, but I have, I have three conditions. And Dougal goes, ah, Christ, it'd be easier to just kill you both. Like he's so frustrated and yeah. this is a good Dougal moment, right? right? This is someone who is literally trying to save Claire's life by not by not by changing her to a right. and then Jamie's making it like super difficult and he wants a priest and he wants this ringmaid and he wants his own family kilt and Dougal's just like my God, like this is it's a lot and he's doing all of it.
0: Right, yeah. It's so weird because it's like sometimes he's a real dick and or rapey Mm -hmm. and then other times yeah he like bends over backwards to make people happy or to help them
1: yeah so um you know rupert and angus get the key i think every scene with the two of them is delightful ned gets the dress again i love ned gowan even that was
0: a funny scene with him in the in the brothel (laughs) yeah Yeah, that was
1: that was you didn't say much about it
0: no, it was it was a funny scene, and then I like that you see him with the prostitute later. It was <laughs> yeah. it was uh, no, that was a good scene, and I like that actor. Um, he's in he's also he's in Fleabag, uh, in a, yeah, a show called Fleabag, which mm-hmm. you you haven't watched, you, sh- you should. Uh, and he's great in that too. So yeah,
1: yeah. Anyways, Jamie's three conditions makes so, make the wedding so much nicer um and then he says to claire "Well, what were you doing all day and she said that she just drank so much she was so stressed out
0: yeah claire's only flashback right (laughs) yeah
1: yeah that was her only flashback so like and it was Murdy, and he comes in and he's like on your feet lass (laughs) because he's like no this is happening like if you knew what jamie has done to get to this point like you you need to at least stand up and be sober (laughs) which she does um, and then they have the moment where Jamie sees her for the first time in the wedding dress, which you said was a nice dress. Yeah. Could have offered a little, I said it could be a little higher cause her boobs look so squished.
0: They did. They yeah. were ridiculously like, I think, yeah, she, she was, they couldn't be comfortable, no. but also just very like dangerous to
1: take a deep breath.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I just want to go back. I just, when you talked about Murtaugh coming into mm-hmm. the room, I also thought it was that was a nice um sorry it was an interesting character moment when Jamie had the flashback with Murtaugh with the kilt Mm -hmm. because when she came back the first thing that they said I'm pretty sure when they came back to the room was Claire was like really Murtaugh said that and it was like because I feel like up until that point if I remember correctly Murtaugh had been quite like gruff and standoffish with her and wouldn't give her the time of day and it was like So that was essentially the beginning of Claire and Murtaugh's, you know, friendship and relationship, which was was near and dear to my heart.
1: That was, actually, that's a really good point,
0: Joe. Thank you. Very
1: insightful viewing.
0: I mean, if I got to watch that, I'm going to watch it.
1: (laughs) And and you're right, I think that was the very beginning, and then obviously it's... Um,
0: right, because he was forced to say something nice about her, and she was surprised that he said something nice, Like yeah. so they, it kind of started to bring them together. Yeah. Into the super team they became.
1: And they do become a super team. They do. And as we recap this first season, slowly, we'll see what a super team they become.
0: I, I I do look forward to recapping, I don't know what episode, which is the one where he's like, where they're looking for Jamie and he's dancing on swords and stuff like that?
1: That would be episode 11.
0: That was one of my favorite episodes. I, Which is funny because that
1: was, was the most criticized episode by critics and uh, book fans because Sam Hewan's not in it. Right. I just, Which
0: he shouldn't be. I in loved. The, yeah. Yeah. I loved That was Claire your. I Murty's... think that's when you
1: realized that you really. No, you already knew because I remember there was a moment where it was just Claire and Jenny before Murta had shown up. And I remember you were like, where's Myrta? And I yeah. was like, wow, good for you so, for noting that that's an important character to Jamie and that he would be here trying to find him.
0: Yeah. So anyway, I just, I can't, uh, that one I'm looking forward to because that was, it was like a, like a buddy cop comedy. That, it that episode. Yeah, I, liked it. Anyway, I agree. Anyway, back to the, back to so, the matter. So back but.
1: to, uh, back to this moment where Jamie turns and he sees Claire and he says, I remember every moment it, you, as soon as you turned around, it was like suddenly the sun came out. It's a nice line and it's an important line because, Ron. okay, Joe's doing gagging face, but Ronald D, this is Ronald D Moore's ode to Terry Dressback because this is what he said to her um, before they ended up getting married. So they were working together. They were not together, but they were working together in a boardroom because they don't live in the olden days. And he said every time she spoke, it seemed like the sun would hit her. And then other people would speak and then the, she would talk again and it was like the sun was on her. And that's when he realized that he had really strong feelings for her because he loved listening to her talk. Like it just seemed brighter. So he put this line in, he put this line in Jay Frey's mouth for Terry Dressback. And I think that's a really sweet.
0: I mean, that is sweet. That's I'll, a nice story, I'll him, right? I'll give it to you. Yeah. Ronald. All right. You won me over.
1: The other thing you pointed out um, about this scene was that the, you said the music is very it's it's much more brave hearty. It than... was very
0: brave hearty. I forgot how brave hearty it was and As and, it
1: should be at this time I period mean, though, yeah, right? Yeah, I feel
0: like that was but I feel like that was on purpose to sort of like I almost feel like that was mandated, you know, like try and make it feel brave hearty, said studio executive number three. Yeah. Can we put some braveheart music in there yeah it's not quite brave hearty enough yeah. like i really feel like maybe. that was you know like people like people like that braveheart movie put some put some of that flute in there or
1: maybe it's just that it's like very maybe but i don't common know common scottish romantic music
0: it's a little on the nose for me.
1: um but she the first thing she says to him when he walks up is um i think he does like this really sweet bow and she says i can't marry you i don't even know your real name Right. Because she's been calling him Mr. McTavish. Right. And we hear his long name for the first time. And then she puts her hand out to shake his hand and says, uh, Claire Elizabeth Beecham. And she sticks her hand out. And do you remember what he does? He kind no. of like cups her hand with both of his. Like he doesn't, people don't do that, especially with women, right? right. So she sticks her hand out to be like, nice to meet you. And he like cups I her hand gently that. with no. both of his. I missed that. Just this awkward awkward moment between the two of them because it's like no jay Frey. um so there's i just want to point out also because um i have i have so many feelings and thoughts and and things to share all the feels here um just watching this all of this happen um one of my favorite parts of book three voyager when they do reunite um is Is the boat one it is the boat
0: one. don't like the boat. But it's also the print shop. Is that where they run and clasp on the beach? Yeah. Right.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, but when they first reunite, they're kind of like going through, you know, their relationship. And he's talking about their wedding day and about his memories and about how he was in love with her. And he goes on and on. And he's like, what were your thoughts on um, our wedding day? And she said... I was trying to figure out how to escape. Like, I was I was trying to figure out a way that I could... I was still trying to get out. Yeah. And he says, for me, it was always forever. Um. Which is so nice. And so when you watch this scene, when they're getting married, like... I think we all watch it as a viewer from Claire's perspective, which is like, this is fucking crazy. Like I'm already married. This nice red haired man is kindly trying to prevent me from being punched in the stomach again. But like, I got to get back to Frank. Right. Right. But for Jamie, he's like, well, I
0: love you. This is
1: it. This is, is, we'll be married forever. We do it face to face.
0: Really?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um. So when they do show the wedding, your comment um was they had a large candle budget
0: yeah they had a their their candle budget was excessive if you ask me yes have we have we seen the priest yet i like that scene a lot did we skip that um i don't
1: know yeah i think we i i think that has already happened
0: oh that's too bad i really like that scene
1: well let's talk about it what did you like about it
0: i don't know i just liked i like Dougal. i liked uh i like the guy that played the priest a young dude who was Willie. in season Willie one. Willie was
1: really important in season one and the, he should have been in season two. There's one line about, oh, Willie has gone off to get married and it's because the actor had a different job so he didn't come back. Right. But Willie is a sweet, sweet soul. And Ronald D'Amore always said that if Jamie hadn't manned up and married Claire that it would have been Willie. Oh, so really? he's like a big character and he's so nice and gentle yeah. and
0: But I like that him and the priest have like a Bible fight. I know. Like <laughs> I, I thought that was kinda kinda fun. I thought that was an interesting and then finally Dougal's just like Marry them priest and he's <laughs> yeah. So no, I, I thought it was uh but
1: again, like a, nice, a nice character moment for Dougal. Like, he's so frustrated. He's like, God, I should just kill you both. And then he's like, let's go find a priest because right. like, yep. I can't do this unless Jay Frey has a priest.
0: So, yeah, they found every candle in Scotland yeah. and had a wedding.
1: Yes. And then um, Dougal goes up and slices Jamie's wrist and slices Clara's. And you said, uh, my aids are your aids." <laughs> and then you said, what if someone had hepatitis? Like, you were very stressed yeah, out about yeah, that.
0: Exactly. About- yeah. Also, why would you cut the wrist? Like that's dangerous. I mean, like hand maybe, forearm, mid I thigh. Know. I don't know. Like anywhere else? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Seems ill advised.
1: Yeah, and then you kept saying like, how about could they? Tetanus? Yeah. No, there's a lot of there's yeah. a lot of. I mean, it was a tough time to live and get married. I mean, how many people
0: died immediately after getting married <laughs> because they got cut by a rusty knife?
1: Ooh, I mean, maybe tragic. Th- tragic. Yeah. Tragic. Yeah. So you were watching them exchange vows and you asked if they could not have loosened the corset even an inch. You said she's a deep breath away from trouble. Let's just say that. Yeah, it was. It is was distracting. It is all over distracting. The place. Yeah. Um and then they kiss. And as you said, you can tell that J-Fray's like, Ooh, you're kind of into this, sassy snacks. Yeah, yeah. Is what you is what you said. Um and then, after the wedding, yeah. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something about your was, sassy? she
0: was drunk though
1: when she kissed him? Yeah, right. She I think was they're all like you can kiss up. the you you now, you may now kiss the bride. You may and she's now like drunk. The kiss. I got yeah. it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was into it. Yeah.
1: Um. So after the wedding, we're back to uh, Jamie and Claire, and you said uh, he's she starts treating him like a piece of meat. <laughs> Because she said, take off your clothes. Yeah. And she circles and, and you were like, oh, I can work with this all right. <laughs> and so this scene in particular, Outlander gets praised for using the female gaze and to show sex in a way that's desirable to women, not just men. Because right. if you look at sex scenes over the years, it's usually like from... Uh, you know male standpoint and it's always the female who you look at her and she's like thrusting all around and orgasming easily and it's just like it's it's for the male the male eyes pleasure and right. so this has kind of flipped it a little bit literally because claire is circling him right. and they gaze get in. him
0: buck ass naked and orbit him like a carousel is that the is that what the females are looking for these days
1: I mean, I, I'm not saying that we all want to like walk around right. slowly, right. but just the fact that he was, he was the feature, not right. her. No, for sure. Right? Why yeah. She didn't And uh, you said that you felt like he was self-conscious. <laughs> you were like, because she's walking around his back and his back is obviously really scarred and you were like, I know the bum plays, so keep the eyes low. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's... Probably pretty confident from the waist down. Yeah, I think yeah. he
1: probably is. So then, um, then he says, "Fair is fair," and it, it's interesting because I listened to an interview with Anna Forrester, the director, and she says that the three of them—her, Katrina, and Sam—had to coordinate all of these scenes like a dance sequence, and they had uh, places on the floor, so it was like, "Yep," and now turn, and now lift, and now Thrust. move, no, and now sit, <laughs> and now lie, and now turn. Thrust. And now, th- yeah, like, but the two of them, like, they had, so they do such a good job because when you're watching it, you don't, I mean, I didn't feel like they were, like, and three, and arm, and, but honestly, if you are doing a sex scene, that's what you want, right? You don't want the director to be like, go!
0: Yeah, sex up, guys. And they were <laughs> buck-ass naked.
1: I know, they really were.
0: Yeah. like, So,
1: no wonder they're comfy with each other. I guess so, yeah. Um so candles everywhere then claire wants more uh food and booze yeah jamie's sleeping there's a really sweet moment that you probably didn't notice where he kind of smiles in his sleep which is something that jay Frey always does and brianna does it too but that's the first time they make reference to it um so claire goes, I did miss that did you miss that mm-hmm. claire goes downstairs for more food and alcohol and there it's is not a great idea as record.
0: you call it a dirty Dougal scene there's a dirty Dougal there. Yeah. He just comes in and he's like. Do you remember hey. where he
1: came back from? No. He's like, I am back from seeing Captain Randall. Oh, right. Yeah. So again, like he did his part, right? Yeah. Like after all the festivities when Jay Frey and Claire are up like bumping all around, Dougal had to get on a horse, go back to where he knew yeah. Blackjack was. Yeah
0: like well i've earned it now so oh, want to have sex and she's like gross. no and he's like sorry that was a question that wasn't a question
1: yeah yeah and uh he says needn't stop you yeah because she's like i'm jamie's wife
0: yeah and Also, at this Franks, point by the way yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: i'm all full up on yeah.
0: husbands yeah i'm double wife already so i'm not <laughs> yeah. looking for you and uh
1: And then Rupert walks in. Save
0: saves her. He from, does. From he for count. sure does. Yeah. And he was
1: like, ooh, and very congratulations,
0: yeah. dear Claire. Like Still completely oblivious and super nice. And uh or is he oblivious? Hard to say.
1: No, I think he is because or does he just play it well? Oh, I love how you're like, I think that Rupert was saving her. So Claire, uh Claire stops and turns and says to Rupert, "Like I would like to thank you for your kindness towards me because she's recognizing that yeah. you know he got the key and he mm-hmm. is one of the non rapey characters on this." And he was like, "Ooh, of course." She walks upstairs and he does say something kind of crass about her. He's like, "Ooh, young Jamie gets to I right, can't remember right, what he right. says." And Dougal punches him. Yeah. And you said, "Don't insult my rape girl." <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like that's exactly that's the thing with with Dougal, and he's like. It's fine for me to like <laughs> rape her on the kitchen table, like I don't get it. it's it was a weird character, but yeah, like if anyone else is anything bad, they're gonna get a smack on the teeth, yeah, so it's weird,
1: so Jamie wakes up, neither of them are sleeping very much as they as that's my theory though, with these two characters they never sleep. Jamie gives her his mother's pearls right. it's really, really sweet, and this last sex scene is what I would describe as making love. And these two actors play it beautifully. And you suddenly I hear from my left from my left side how about we do it with just the pearls on so you can think of your mother while you fuck me. (laughs) I'm like, Joe! And then he says the only thing that would make this better is if there were a screaming baby in the next room. So, guys, loinies like...
0: This is where my head goes. Come on. The
1: final scene was ruined a little bit for me because of that. Um, it was a little creepy,
0: <laughs> if you ask me. That
1: was beautiful. Well. Um, and then the next morning, they're both happy and giddy, and they're putting their. Oh, did you want to say something? Well,
0: two things. Not mm-hmm. about the weird mom pearl sex. Okay. Um, <laughs> first one is like, how much alcohol did they consume over the course of oh, that I day? know. Like well, they should have been her. hospitalized and then the next day to be awake and giddy and not just be like brutally hungover and half past dead is, is like well, kind of, okay. like she she already was smashed and that's like the wedding night and then she drinks like like at one point she actually requests more with, like she did on camera at least what like five shots and mm-hmm. uh, you know like how much How much booze can Claire Beach and Razor um, drink before she falls over? This is
1: one of the things that we love about Claire is she can handle her liquor. Yeah. We know this about her. Um, But the next morning, yeah, she is not hungover. No. Um, They're both happy and giddy and giggly and he gets dressed and gives her a kiss and walks out and she uh, picks up her dress flings it and her gold frank ring
0: which she had thrust in her bursting cleavage earlier which
1: is a moment that i didn't really understand and maybe someone can explain that to me because she wears the rings all the time so why hide it for the wedding and then put it back on
0: I would think like psychologically it's kind of a fuck up to be wearing your other husband's wedding ring while you get married.
1: While the ring rolls away mm-hmm. and then lands in a crack.
0: Almost falls to the floor. She
1: reaches for it.
0: It's a great shot. It by is the way. a great incredible shot.
1: Shot. It's
0: the tight shot of the ring and you can see a reflection reaching for it. It's like the best shot of the entire series.
1: Yeah i agree yeah and then she puts the ring on and she just sits there kind of squatting looking at both her hands because the reality is and this is why time travel is so risky the reality is she um she's kind of falling for jamie so she's looking at both of her wedding rings i mean and she...
0: she had sex with him three times <laughs> over the course of a night so but, but they also talked for hours poker she is pot committed um, she is, yeah. 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 So
1: I think that's the, and that's, and then that's the end of the episode. Just her looking down at her two hands and the reality of the situation.
0: So she is now a cheating lady. Well, she, She's an adulteress.
1: And a bigamist.
0: That's right.
1: And enjoying it. Digging it. And stressed out about it.
0: But not that much because she did it three times.
1: What an episode!
0: Yeah, you so. liked it.
1: Oh, I, you must have enjoyed this episode,
0: no? I mean, it was solid. I mean, it was way well, what... you know, like it it was it had had a lot of the classic romancy elements that um, don't tend to appeal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, what would but... you
1: give it out of a hundred? I don't know. Forty.
0: There were some scenes I liked, characters I liked, and but it's like, did I like them because? It was that I really liked the scenes or did I like them because I was kind of nostalgic. Like, it was nice to see Rupert again because I liked him. So, it didn't matter. He could just have gone, he could, you know, he could just come on screen and be like, Hello, I'm an actor and walked off and I'd be like, You are great, Rupert! You know, yeah, like, because I, I liked him so much. And same with Murtaugh. By the way, I love seeing Murtaugh with, like, a luscious coat of brown hair. Mm-hmm. He looks so awesome and cool. Um, but, yeah, like, so... Like, the scenes were good, but, you know, were they good because uh, they were good or because I liked these characters? And I I didn't... It's one of those things where I didn't realize how much I liked these characters until (laughs) Until they were were all gone. gone. Yeah. You know, and now I'm stuck with Flat Hat and Roger. Uh, So... And Brianna. Yeah. Don't
1: forget Brianna.
0: No. Uh, So, yeah. So, it's... it's uh, It was definitely a stronger show. Okay. Without question. Okay.
1: Well, I would give it a 120. (laughs) <laughs> okay out of five uh it's out of 100 but it gets 20 bonus points because it's wonderful this
0: doesn't surprise me one bit
1: what was your favorite scene
0: probably murtaugh and jamie in the stable with the blanket okay killed. so sorry, my kill yeah. <laughs> so insulting <laughs> sorry Colin. um uh,
1: i mean i have a lot of favorite scenes but i was i just loved the scenes with jamie and Murti and Ned, Gowan, and um, Dougal, like as they all kind of banter back and forth. Oh, and yeah. Ned's also holding onto the, to the yeah. law book, and he's like, Well, it is quite clear that we need to do this. I love him. <laughs> yeah. um, but then I also like the montage scene where Jamie's telling all the stories, and you can see that she's falling for him. So it's hard it's hard to pick just one. What would you say is your least favorite scene?
0: I mean sex three, I think. Yeah, with probably. pearls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know
1: what? If forced, that might be my least favorite scene too. Really? Because well, you were it,
0: seemed really happy about it. I was it.
1: I thought it was beautiful, but then I could hear you like bringing up the mother's pearl and like I don't know. You might have you might have uh you might have ruined that scene a little bit for me. I see things from a
0: different angle, let's say sometimes. But sorry if I if I bring a different viewpoint to it. But yeah, Sex Three, I would say, was
1: was your least. Okay, who is the MVP of this episode?
0: I'm gonna go with Dougal. Oh, in the wow. surprise turn of okay. events. Okay,
1: yeah.
0: Um, because he is just taking the the episode. By itself, like in a vacuum, he is very grounding to the episode as far as the, uh, like, the dark ramifications of this time and place mm-hmm, that Claire mm-hmm. are in. Yeah. So it's like, there's this, you know, sort of broad stroke romance, you know, over the top. But then when we see, every time we see Dougal, whether it's in the flashbacks, most of the time in the flashbacks, and for sure his interactions with Claire... Like, you were reminded she is in a very different time, a very different place, Uh, and there are, like, at this point, she has all the reason in the world to want to get the fuck out of Dodge
1: true yeah that's so I, true and I, you need to keep revisiting Dougal yeah because yeah. otherwise it's like but look at jamie he's right. super nice and good looking because if you
0: took Dougal out of out of that episode everyone else is just like pleasant Lovely. and awesome yeah
1: that's a really why good point why would you want to leave yeah
0: yeah so so that's why i give him the mvp oh,
1: strong strong response thank you how about you sam hewan Really? Yeah, he's very good in this. Okay. Yeah, he's very very good. Tied with Katrina Bolf. Okay. Yeah. Tied with Myrta, maybe because okay. he's really good as well. And Ned Gowan.
0: This is what gets you 120. Points I think of an it's episode. just
1: really hard for
0: me. Right. You just love them all so much. I understand.
1: I was reading um, an interview with Duncan LaCroix about his departure from the show, which was heartbreaking, obviously. And the person said, "You know, what has this experience been for you?" And he said, um, It's been the best experience of my life. And he said, there's no way that I could describe to you what it was like during season one with all of us, all relatively like, you know, newer actors. And we were in the middle of the Scottish Highlands. We had no idea if the show would be a success. We all got along so well. We were each other's social lives. We hung out nonstop. And he's like, it was one of the best times of my life. And I feel like you can pick up on that when you watch this first season. Like you really get... Feelings of camaraderie
0: from the clan yeah. and from this group of people. The the whole cast has fantastic chemistry. With each other, like, yeah. when you're seeing Ned and Murtaugh and uh, Dougal and Rupert, like you and the, you for sure, like watching the first episode again and stuff, like you get the feeling that these guys have known each other. For like, yeah, their whole they're lives. They're very familiar. Yep. Yeah.
1: And I think it's because they were so close. Yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to point that out. Um Okay, so we've done favorite scenes, least favorite scenes, MVPs,
0: I think that's and it.
1: ratings. That concludes think... our recap.
0: Recap Lander number whatever <laughs> in the books. It's 107. 107 special edition.
1: Yes. Thanks for listening everyone.
0: See you next week.
1: Well, we won't Question see them, or? but we will talk them. to them next week and we'll see, week, you in and our we'll
0: our see the next episode next. Oh, week. also by the way, uh for the last, uh, sorry, five or six episodes or however, we've stopped telling you where you could reach us. Uh, That's so true. if you want to reach out to us either, uh, on Facebook, uh, loinlander podcast and loinlander podcast group, uh, sorry, there's two of them. We're not really sure how to fix that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, so true. Uh, they're on Twitter at loinlander <laughs> and uh, loinlander at gmail.com. Uh, we check them all. Uh, we do. Yeah, we don't promote so, them, but we check them
1: all. But we them. check them all. Yeah, and we,
0: we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but we, we love uh, we love when you write to us. We love when you contribute. And uh, it makes us a whole lot of fun. So thank you.
1: Thank you. Anyway, have a great you soon. Week. Okay,
0: bye. Gotta get back in time.